welcome back to an original podcast of Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations, where we help people explode into their lives through full impact mindfulness. We're also very interested in hearing about recovery stories, as your host here is in long-term recovery from drug and alcohol addiction, and to show not the horror stories, but what happened and how you did it. That's the deal that we're talking about. So if you're interested in any of these things, if you're interested in empowering your life and getting back your self-concept and self-esteem, please join us on the adventure. And today, I'm Jim Mellermeyer, and I'm Jim Mellermeyer every day, as far as I know. I'm joined by uh, the co-host of this program and the producer, uh, good friend, Mr. Mike. Hello, good to be back with you once again, Jim. As I'm back into being a full-time therapist and seeing people in person, uh, it again reminds me of the issues that when we're dealing with filtered reality. Mm -hmm. So when I say the term filtered reality, what does that mean to you, Mike? It kind of sounds like, you know, a a virtual reality, a matrix, the matrix move, because the reality was what was presented to them, right? Yes, yes. So... And again, you know, I've said this dozens of times on this show, but it irritates me so much that young ladies begin to lose their self-concept around nine years old. You know, when I, when I look at four and five years old, because of course I've had grandchildren, I've had kids, they have a sense of self. They can be independent, they can be, they can be selfish, they speak their mind. One of the first words that a child learns is no. They're, they have a sense of self. They have a sense of identity. However, that begins to go out to the window when they begin to get exposed to unfiltered reality. Mm-hmm. And when I'm talking about unfiltered reality, Mike, I'm talking about social media influencers, mm-hmm. SMIs, and the product that they put out. Okay. Okay. So we're talking about like the beauty tip girls and the dancing and the and and things like that, right? There's nobody that looks like me as a social influencer. <laughs> That's right. No, no. There's no one that looks like me. They turn mm-hmm. the channel on. Don't blame them. But however, they're all beautiful young girls and or handsome, stunning men, and they live these lives that uh, people think that why can't I live that? Yeah, I, well, I, I know uh, our friend Dutters that was on, Katie Dutters that was on the show uh, a few times, was talking to me over, over the holidays about how uh, the few days afterwards you get everybody with their hauls, their their holiday hauls. So, of course, they're rich people that have just got like crazy piles of presents or something. And then and they just film them <laughs> and put them on TikTok because it's like, OK, good for you. You know, not everybody has that situation right now. And then, you know, if you're if you're good enough to afford a phone and have TikTok, now you're seeing that and wondering, why can't I have that? So these young people look at these people as heroes. They look at them as idols, something mm-hmm. to that they want to obtain. Yes. These influencers never talk about going to work. Mm-hmm. They never talk about cleaning toilets. They never talk about doing laundry. What they talk about is, I have a wonderful life and you can too. So what they're doing is they're selling a myth. They're selling fantasy. And the key word here is selling. In a more direct way than like we're used to 
advertisers and beauty products and clothing lines and and just the general you know things they're representing on tv the hallmark movieization of things right this is more direct because this seems more real right so obviously we've talked about this before and of course i try to help people get a purpose in their life i try to have them develop some type of a passion uh however i hear a whole lot of meditation people and influence out there talk about, well, that's all you need to do. And (laughs) they live in this fantasy world of convincing people that all they do is walk through forests uh, playing magic flutes and petting squirrels. I've always always been, because I I follow uh, some business people, right? You know, some business influencers, I guess you could call them, right? And and it's like, all you have to do is this, this, and this. I was like, well, that's great because that worked for you. You're on the other side of it. And you're like, this is all I had to do. Also, maybe you were in the right place at the right time with the thing you did to get to that. You know, we talk about the the uh, the ten year overnight success, right? It looks easy enough. Okay, how do I get to you? Now, the responsible ones are saying, guys, it took me ten years to get this. Like, it took me ten years of failing to get this. You know, it took me twenty years of failing to get this. It's okay if you're not there yet. You know, there's certain things in my life with that where it's like. Okay, I've been at this for 15 years. There's certain things I have not accomplished, but actually, I got more time. <laughs> you know. Well, I've mentioned this before. I was used to listen to this uh, sports podcast years and years ago. Bill Curry called himself the mouth of the mouth of the South, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, somebody called in and talked about the ninth inning. They talk about the closer coming in and the pressure he was under. And uh, Bill Curry's response was, that's not pressure. When the rent's due tomorrow and you don't have the money, that's pressure. Mm -hmm. So most people that I know, Mike, and maybe a lot of that you do, we're dealing with life situations every day. We're dealing with putting gas in the car, going to work, uh, feeding our family, paying the gas bill, doing the laundry, doing all those type of things, dealing with rising prices. And those things are never addressed. So what I try to do is present people with a conception and the trueness, straight talk of reality. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that most people just can't take uh, the afternoon off and go uh, mud in a mud bath. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Or go have stone massages. Just go day. have a massage. I have been trying to rack my brain for five years to figure out how, when, and where I'm going to go get a massage. You know, I have not figured it out for the life of me. Well, the first of all, when when we talk about Abraham Maslow's uh, hierarchy of needs, at the bottom is safety, shelter, food. Mm-hmm. And that's what people's basic concerns are. Mm-hmm. They're... A, so, but then they're sitting, cleaning the toilet at home, maybe watching TikTok, doing these things. And this beautiful person is doing these beautiful things in this beautiful environment. And you're scrubbing toilets. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, why can't I live like that? This is unattainable. And this is why I de- determined the title of this podcast would be Filtered Reality. Because it's through, I don't know what these people look like without all the filters and all the settings and I, I don't know. I'd like to see it. Yeah. 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 What, what, what is the, what is the real day you ever see? Um, I, I, I watch them behind the scenes and it's interesting because 
you know, uh, uh, you know, the actresses were just used to like what Scarlett Johansson looks like or this person and this person. Uh, and then you see them without the makeup and it's like a striking difference. Right. A lot of wrestler friends. I see them not done up like they're going in front of people. It's it's you think of this person as they always look like this. It's like, well, what do they look like when they get up in the morning? <laughs> you know, those kinds of ideas. Unfortunately, most people live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're trying to squeeze out those last two days when the money's gone mm-hmm. until until they get paid again. Yep. And most of the people aren't blowing their paychecks on frivolous things like gambling, alcohol, and drugs. Yep. And they're paying the rent. Yep. There's, they got to feed their children. they got to clothe their children. And dealing with the unfiltered reality that teenagers deal with. You know, like uh, over 80% of people aged 13 to 19 uh, get most of their information from social media. Mm-hmm. It's not the news. It's not their friends. It's social media. There's no, there's probably less of the gathering around the television, and that's, you know, I grew up in whatever was on the TV. You know, that was the information coming in or magazines or whatnot, Right. And, and now, you know, they can be themselves in their room, on their phone, wherever. And, uh, and, and it's like, again, you know, great access, but also maybe not the greatest things to be accessing, right? Well, I ask people to take the stoic view of studied indifference mm-hmm. because th- there seems to be some, t- again, this recency bias that influenced by the last thing you see here or read. Uh, it used to be that when, look, let's say, showing my age now, Walter Concrete, whoever, uh, respected newscasters, when they said something on TV, you believed it. Absolutely. But unfortunately, that's carried over. When these persons say something, the influencers say something, then, of course, it has to be true. Whatever the source you're presented is the one that you believe, the one that's in front of you, right? Mike, every, and again, keep in mind the people who come to see me aren't, coming in on a white horse. Yeah. Uh, but every single female, doesn't, doesn't matter what age that I deal with, every single female does not like their body and does not like the way they look. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Mm-hmm. So where do you, where do they get that perception from? Yeah, yeah, from, from what they see on the phone, on the TV. Absolutely. So what we try to work on in my practice is internal validation mm-hmm. versus external validation. Yeah, and I've, you know, I, and and I'm sure not as severe as, <clears throat> you know, and actually I do know some people that have had some body dysmorphia, some guys that have had some body dysmorphia issues uh, around professional wrestling because it's a very show-off kind of business, right? And those guys are doing it and work on it every day and still not happy with how they look, Right. Um, to me, I'm a video producer around wrestling. So I tend to hang out with a lot of fish and, uh, fit and beautiful people. That's <laughs> like part of my job, right? Between that and MMA and things like that. And just like, oh, I've at least reasoned while well, I do try to work out. Uh, I have reasoned I will not look like this person. It's their job to look like that, right? That's a difference, right? The fitness instructor that I watch on my Apple Fitness it's their job to look that good, <laughs> you know? So, like, that is not an attainable necessarily, but it is something to strive towards. But it's okay if I don't get there, you know, and be happy with, like, if I feel better, good, moving on. So what you're doing is you're practicing acceptance. Mm-hmm. And 
there are some people who are genetically presupposed yes. to be larger. Yep. 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 And, um, and, and it's one thing I do like about, uh, I've noticed this with Apple fitness is they are, there are a lot of fitness instructors that are representing different body types, right? They're obviously working out. They're obviously doing the thing, but for whatever reason, their body just, you know, does it a different way. You know, things happen. I just read, sorry, just one, one more. I was just thinking about somebody who is, uh, somebody I actually got to meet a former, uh, WWE person. She was in playboy back in the day. Uh, has had two kids, still on te- television. Um, and she just had a video the other day about how like, she had a thyroid thing, and now her body doesn't react the way it used to. And this is somebody who her entire life has been uh, uh, her body type and her fitness, and now she has a re-identity thing going on there, right? You don't know, and you don't know what those people have to go through to look the way they do. Well, some of it is enhanced by drugs, or other it is just yes. a full-time job of literally them torturing themselves yeah. through exercise and uh, some type of a abysmal diet. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I used to go to this fitness place, I'm not going to name it, uh, and I didn't fit in there because the guys were all roided out, the girls... Looked like they'd spent five hundred dollars on their workout. These, these are these are not my people. Uh, no, <laughs> and and then again, this is a plug, I guess, for Planet Fitness. But there's people there that look like me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Isn't that isn't it more comfortable to go to a place where you feel like you fit in? Absolutely, absolutely. I don't want to go to the place where all my pro wrestling friends work out, <laughs> unless they're helping me figure it out. Yeah. Well. Uh, it might be nice to film it and watch them go through their workouts so mm-hmm. they can, you know, maybe present that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, uh, you know, uh, one time, uh, I, I forget, there was a pirate pitcher. Uh, I forget who it was, but he was a white guy. The rest of the, the rest of the team, uh, was people of color that particular day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Willie Stargell came in off of uh, first base and looked at, uh, I think it was Jim, uh, oh, I can't remember his name, Jim Rooker. Jim Rooker it was. And Willie Stargell looked at him and says, how does it feel to be a marshmallow in a box of bonbons? <laughs> <laughs> Celebrate the differences, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Well, anyways, today sports seems to be where there is a meshing. There's a there, It is a melting pot. Uh, and, you know, fortunately, you and I live in uh, Pittsburgh, where there is more of a melting pot type of uh, philosophy here, where Absolutely. people generally get along and mm-hmm. uh, don't uh, don't judge other people's lifestyles. So that's what uh, that's what these social influencers bring out, whether it's intentional or not. But it brings out a lot of comparisons. Absolutely. So one of the biggest comparisons, and particularly for young ladies, is what are they wearing? And when they go to school, are they going to maybe eat fun of? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because maybe your parents uh, can't afford to buy the latest fashion, the brand name. Because everybody's looking at the fashions on TikTok now. Oh, absolutely. It's even worse. <laughs> absolutely. You know, and uh, one of the things, and I, I know we've talked about this before, that bothers me the most is these wannabe mental health so-called professionals mm-hmm. 
on TikTok and social media that tell you what worked in their lives. It may not work in yours, but they, I, I, it, it's so hurtful. It's, there's consequences to this type of uh, unintended advice. They're telling people what to do with mental health. And most of these people have no experience, no education in it at all. Mm -hmm. And they're telling you what you should do. Mm -hmm. And I've heard a lot of them say that they shouldn't, you shouldn't be going to doctors. You shouldn't be going to therapists. You can, you can figure this out. Listen to us. Mm -hmm. And it's like, great, that worked for you, but you know, it's not necessarily the prescription that's going to work for me. Well, amazingly enough, all of these TikTok therapists happen to be beautiful women oh. and handsome men. So it's been proven over and over again that people take what a beautiful person says to them as more literal truth than a, let's say, an average looking person mm -hmm. would give them the same advice. But these people who are beautiful well, they, they have something going on. So they listen to them. And I know that, you know, you're a social media guy, and we've talked before about kind of the paradox of us having these shows, and I think this is number 404, um, about you help people connect, and I help people disconnect. Yes, Yes. Well, we're kind of the yin and the yang when it comes to that, isn't it? So, yes, we are. You know, but, you know, I'm hoping I'm hoping I'm helping people mindfully connect. I hope you know, so. So, you know. Oh, I know that you have no ill intentions mm -hmm. in, in mind. You, but people want to, everyone wants to be famous for 15 minutes. That used to be a thing. Absolutely. Uh, they want to be an influencer. I have a company I have a company that I work for. It was like, how do we go viral? And I was like, well, you went viral. And what did you get? What did you get out of it? You know, like that's not what you should be building right now, right? Well, it's the return on investment. Absolutely. And if you're using social media as just a, some escapism, like watching an Ernest Goes to Jail uh, movie. Uh, just so funny because I actually watch Ernest say it's Christmas over the holidays. <laughs> just so, you know, just to have some mind time that's not worried or anything that's that's a spa moment for me mm -hmm. uh, however if you're viewing these things as some type of a reward for getting things done and but keep in mind that what you're looking at and take listen and make a wise mind mm -hmm. look at this with a wise mind and find out how real this is absolutely so uh, I think I've got that off my chest today, uh, <laughs> this unfiltered reality. It's just that as a therapist, I deal with this every day. And and, and I think it'd be interesting if anybody wants to kind of chime in on our social media, uh, listening to this episode, um, are you, you know, do, do you find yourself kind of being influenced by these things? Do you have somebody that, that you know, that, that you're seeing kind of uh, uh, reacting to, to to too much uh, too much TikTok, the wrong kind of TikTok, you know, any anecdotes out there, please share those, uh, whether it be on our social media at without bait on on twitter and fishing without bait on most other platforms um or you can hit us up on the contact form over at fishingwithoutbait.com and dms all dms are, are open as well you know we don't have to discuss public but we'd love to hear from you uh and and have a conversation with it jim loves talking to the i know i know i know i see jim in the dms here from time to time so uh talking with the listeners out there 
Well, uh, just a little heads up on some upcoming guests. Mm -hmm. uh, Jace Carr, mm -hmm. uh, the professional wrestler, will be returning hopefully next week. He's been doing some great stuff. Yeah, look up Jace Carr on uh, J-A-Y-C-E-K-A-R-R uh he over on our uh, indie wrestling.us uh sister channel over there uh i will i will say that the uh, most recent match is little sfw it got a little bloody but uh <laughs> if you want to see what he's up to he's having a lot of fun and even teamed up with the grinch over the holidays oh. so uh yes they just hard to grow three sizes that day <laughs> <laughs> somebody's dead somebody's dead <laughs> i guess so uh and another special treat on uh, january the 29th uh Santina Grace, the uh, clairvoyant mm -hmm. medium, will be joining us again, who has so many insights and into life and mm -hmm. life's meaning that it's, she's absolutely fabulous. Absolutely. We're recording on uh, January 29th. Look for those episodes probably coming uh, sometime in February. After yes, yes, so. yes. We're yep. also uh, going to reconnect out with uh, Dr. Fred Moss, the yep. unpsychiatrist who undiagnoses people from California. Uh, and as always, if you want to unlock some uh, extra material from Fishing Without Bait, mm -hmm. we ask you to consider uh, becoming a patron. Absolutely. And Thank every, you. Uh, every dollar helps and keep this up. Yep. You know, we've been, we've been fortunate enough to be able to fund this show for the last X number of years. I have no idea how long we've been on, Mike. At least six years. Yes, we've been we've been doing mm -hmm. it for quite a while. So, at the end, we offer a free prescription: fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself and do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another. If we're all not the Creator's children, none of us are. Be good to yourself. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. If you're interested in flying the colors of fishing without bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.